my gosh. Hello, everybody. Um, Welcome to the <laughs> we podcast. Are, so we're trying for the first time. We're trying something new. You got to scoot this way. Oh, my gosh. There you go. Now you're in the shot. Okay. We're trying a three-camera uh, approach today. It's yep. probably not going to work. Yes, I, it is. Don't say that. Look. Look at the shot. You got to scooch this way a little bit more. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Just a little bit. That's better. Okay. If if you Welcome watch Welcome to the Juice if you, Podcast. If you watch the video and it's a singular shot the whole time, you'll know that we failed the three angle Don't shot. Don't put me in that. All of these cameras are set up so beautifully. I want you all to know who are listening right now. We have one we have one main camera. This is yeah. our main shot that you're probably viewing as yeah. we speak mm -hmm. that is on all the right levels of equipment. Yes. We have our second camera that is on a music stand <laughs> with a napkin under it. <laughs> our like friend, wait, I'm gonna take a picture of it, and I'll just have to edit it in. Or can something. you insert it? Insert I could try the video. Yeah, and then our third camera has already one time tried to take a dive on us because this tripod yeah. is so inexpensive. It, I got it on Amazon for like thirty dollars, and amid as it was filming, it just goes. Vroom. I'm pretty sure this. Um, I'm pretty sure this tripod is made out of like nerds rope. <laughs> it's so, and like when you're moving it, it makes this sound. Yeah, that's not a good sound. Like when you're playing with like a Lego toy or something, like things yeah. just are squeaking around. It's, it's like not made great. out of like recycled Lincoln logs. Yeah, this is not. This will. We're gonna order better equipment, but. We're working this is on what it. we're working on. If you're looking at it and it is three shots yeah. and we're bouncing back and forth, yeah. well done us. Well done us. And if it's not, we're not surprised. That's what yes. we expected. Also, just a it's housekeeping fine. note, if you have listened to the last episode on our uh, podcast platforms, I'm sorry that we sound like robots. That was my bad. So Why do we sound like robots? I overcorrected it. Mm. Do I sound like T-Pain? I actually wanted, I want to get like some of those like voice mixers. Yes, so it's so like cool. auto-tuned. Like, Hello, welcome to the Jeez. Hey guys. And you're just like, wow. But it's low-key so cool. kind of sounds good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I would like that. Um, welcome everybody. We're here. We're, uh, we made it. I don't know how long this video is going to last, given the circumstances. Yeah, we also don't know if they have the right equipment inside of the cameras. Right. These could all give out at any point, and we'll have no idea until I get yeah. up to check. The way today is going, I wouldn't be surprised if like a camera just burst into flames if it, recording. If all of a sudden the lens just goes... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, just, it just, just pops, pops off. off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's where we're at. Yeah. How was your weekend? It was good. Did you know that men can just buy women's razors? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I had this revelation today. How, what do you mean? Like, are you surprised yes. that you can? I mean, you could if you want. They're more expensive because of are the pink, they? Yeah, pink tax. So women's razors are normally more expensive simply because women are more vain. And so they know they'll buy more. Okay. Spend more. Well, mm -hmm. I don't regret my purchase. What'd you get? A Venus. Oh, I'm your Venus. Okay. I'm your fire. Please your don't do desire. This to me. That one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, those are the good ones. Did you and get some I shaving one... cream with it? No, I have my own shaving cream. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But I realized like all the Gillette ones or whatever, like the rugged men ones yeah. are garbage. Really? Yeah, they feel like garbage. Like every time I've tried to get them, I like they're garbage. Maybe women's razors are more expensive because they're better quality. I believe it. And because they have women those are little... more picky. Well, they they have these little um like um moisturizing the little moisturizing strip yes oh, yeah, those yeah, are yeah, a yeah. game changer so i have good. super sensitive you use them on skin. your face no i use them to 
Chair mount my chest, actually. Do you really? Yes. Oh, well, I guess that's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. a men's razor is for your if face. If you must know, I nair my chest first. Does it work? Oh, yeah. They Remember when nair used to, if anyone's watching this and you're like, I'm I don't so know, sorry millennial. for this visual, by the way. No, but nair used to be have the rep of like, you would put it on sure. and it would last a day. And so it was like, why not just shave? Last like, a day? What do you mean? Like the hair removal would last a day and then the hair would grow back. It was so lame. I remember, How do you figure that? I remember in high school, like all my friends tried it because we were like, oh, we don't want to shave every day. We'll just use nair on okay. our legs and then it'll be done. For, and like the oh, commercial okay. said that you would have smooth legs for like a week or like mm. five days. And that was never the case. Okay. So here's where, here's where I was getting confused. My chest hair is very long. So I'm imagining whatever you're talking about, like <laughs> I'm imagining you're like, it lasts a day. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, how does that work? I'm like, is this a you thing? I want to get that image out. <laughs> no, it's like when you put nair on your legs. I wish there was I another actually, woman here yeah. who could attest to this. And it's like, sure. you put it on your legs. That day, it's like your legs are super smooth. Yeah. You wake up and they're prickly again. It's like, well, sure. then I could have just shaved. Uh, it's so stupid. Yeah, I mean, I think that it lasted about a week. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, and they must have just, improved. And now I just maintain. But Venus like, is the way to go. Okay. Venus, they're really great. Yeah. You, try, you should do Billy, the Billy Razor, where it's like a subscription. I don't care that much. And then about you don't have to go it. buy There's them. Dollar Shave Club for dudes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm good off that. I don't but need But you're that. just like, you'd rather go in and buy them. Yeah, you know what? And it was just such an epiphany because nobody asked me what I was doing with it. I just, I understand that in all reality, yes, you can buy whatever you want. But like, I was just afraid that the clerk or something was going to be like, what is this for? Is this for your wife? And I have to answer with some stupid Someone, lie. The, the target cashier is like, is yeah, this what's for this your for? wife? I'm like, what the far? I don't what know. You Whatever you're like, oh, I want it's not it for me, for? if you're wondering. It's definitely not for me because I'm a man and I ride trucks. Yeah. And I use... Does this how men sound to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use the razors that are blue and Arguments black. with your husband must be a blast. <laughs> that sounds not fun. I'm not going to lie to you. This is my razor. I eat nails for breakfast. Okay, that's a SpongeBob quote. What are you doing? Wait, no, do you know what I without eat nails for without, without any nails. Oh, sorry, right. This way, sorry to keep you waiting. <laughs> what are we talking about? I can make my tattoo dance. And SpongeBob's like, da, 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 da. No, what are you, what's happening to you right now? Are you okay? If someone knows that reference, where yes, SpongeBob pretends to be the tattoo. Yes, I do get that reference. Acting like you don't understand that. I eat nails for breakfast. I actually had to. Um, get beach ready because i was camping this weekend right oh how was camping it's a blast i love camping okay walk me through what you ate why do you do this to me all, i want to know all i did was have like trail mix or beef jerky what'd y'all do for breakfast uh we had me Pop and Tina actually pre-made breakfast burritos and froze them and then we just reheated them mm. no way that's genius they were delicious and then what do you do for lunch uh, I think we just like snacked around for lunch and then we had like dinner and people brought like little portable, um, grills and stuff. Oh, that's cool. And so, uh, we, somebody did tri-tip sandwiches. Delicious. So good. Wow. Mm. And you were in an RV. Uh, not an RV. We were in a, a little camper a ca trailer. What is the difference between a camper and an RV? So campers, uh, I mean the way I understand it, I could be wrong, but the, a camper trailer is something that you attach to your truck. Okay. An RV is its own its own vehicle. Thing. So yes. a camper doesn't have. Does it have like a bathroom? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's just the size that's different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and also the method to which it 
moves around. Right, like you, but still, it's a vehicle of sorts. It, it, well, a camper's not a vehicle. I mean, it hitches onto a vehicle. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not like you're a boat. It's, yeah. It hitches onto a truck, but it would be smaller because it's yeah. attaching to something. Correct. You can't hitch a full RV. Correct, but it has sure. like pop-outs still. Got some of them it, are got it, got really, it. really nice. Okay. And some people like to say like, hey, if you're if you're in an, a camper or an RV, you're not camping. And I don't even care about that argument. I'm like, sweet, I'm not a real camper. It's I called still, a camper. I still had a blast, though. That is I, me fantastic. And, me and Fina have done tents, though. Okay. And we do like it. Um, Grace, my youngest sister, she used to be obsessed with RVs and campers as a Shout kid. Shout out, Grace. She was obsessed with RVs, so much so that for like her eighth birthday, we took her to a trailer museum that was like trailer and RV, like a, almost like an expo where people like brought sure. in their RVs. Sure. And then when someone asked her, and this was at the time when Sonic had the waiters that were on skates yep. someone said grace what do you want to be when you grow up and she said i want to work at sonic and live in a trailer <laughs> <laughs> high dreams high hopes there kid and my parents were like you know we raised her right just follow her dreams i want to yeah. work at sonic and live in a trailer nothing wrong with that it just was very yeah. much matter of fact she very she had thought about it and was yeah. like i want to work at sonic and live in a trailer she Love now it. works on broadway so times have changed but wow what's she doing on broadway she works for oh no she works on project runway right now nice wow as a pa yeah, she does like Netflix shows. Nice. Her name is in the credits on Netflix sometimes. Grace Sturgeon. Just watch her. Netflix in general or like, like certain shows? On certain shows. Like Got she it. did Def You. She did a couple of other ones. And like her little name will pop up. Nice. Like, producer. Congrats, Grace. It's very, I've or production, production assistant. That's her Grats, name. though. Very cool. So, yeah. you know, the whole, I mean, she didn't reach her dreams of like a Sonic waitress and living in a trailer, but this will suffice. Sonic is bomb, by the way. The Diet Coke with the coconut flavoring. What's wrong with you? Mm. You can only do Diet Coke anywhere you go, huh? That aspartame is just, I'm there's not gonna nothing lie like to you. it. A good diet, anything is good. I'm, I'm with you on that. I've been drinking a lot of Gatorade. So back to my weekend. I've been drinking a lot of Gatorade Zero. <laughs> Which is good. Is it though? Because it's probably then, not good for you. I was Googling. I don't like to drink Gatorade because there's so much sugar in it. I'm just like high on Mountain Dew. Like I am sure. just. I'm just wide awake. Sure. And so I just drink, and that's a, t- I don't need 30 grams of sugar in my system on top of everything else. But then I was like, is this bad for you to be eating or drinking like calcium nitrate, aspartame? Red dye 40. Yeah. Is yeah. that bad? I oh, don't know. Oh, yeah, very. Is it bad to have Gatorade Somebody Zero? told me this weekend that red dye 40 and all other like color dyes are banned everywhere else besides America. Get out. Because, you know, like freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man and I use blue razors and I eat red dye 40. What's My the, name is Brett. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Who is Brett? And why did how did and he I hurt you? I camp in a tent. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you gatekeeping camping, Brett? What did we Cancel. do to you? It's not camping if you're not on the ground. I don't like people who do that. Like gatekeep things. Yeah, and be like, oh, it's not camping if. Blah, it's blah, blah. not this if you don't yeah. this. No, yeah, that, that that Brett would do that. Like yeah. Bretts of the world. Mm. Or Savannah's. Yeah, no, I'm not gatekeeping it. It's camping. No, you Trust gatekeep me, any- things. What do I gatekeep? There's been conversations Name where you had. one thing. I'm trying to think of something. I can't on the spot, but there's been times where you've been like, oh, well, this is this. Okay, that's Brett. <laughs> <laughs> do not how dare you? That's Brett. Yeah, I did just do Brett. Brett the gatekeeper. Okay. He's also like on Game of Thrones, Maybe. apparently. Yeah, what? What? How did he make it on the Game of Thrones? He's actually a Viking. Oh, From God. like the year 608. Okay. 
Man, you're really deep cutting this one, aren't you? We give him Casting like, a wide net with this Brett reference. We give him like a whole backstory. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. Maybe he could be a regular on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Brett uses Brett who uses blue razors. Mm. Blue and black. And Anyways. loves red dye 40. And he's red dye Because 40. America. Because America. Mm. And it's okay to sleep on the dirt. Well done. <laughs> Well done. This Remember, intro has been very subpar. Uh, okay, wait, but I also wanted to say that this weekend was Juneteenth, and yes. in the Sacramento area, I went to this really cool um, like festival event they had, and it was bomb diggity. So they had the whole ceremony going on. I was there yeah. to celebrate um, someone that we know there that was getting an award. Yep. But also... They had these booths around that were like for small businesses in the area and they were selling all sorts of stuff. And I think I bought something from every booth. Well done. It was insane. Stickers, sunglasses. I got a shirt. I got a book. I got this little thing to put on my computer. Like I was just going ham. And then we saw a fellow friend there and he was like, Sav, you really enjoying the festival? And my hands are just full with bags. Like my arms are red from holding all the bags and I have my sun hat sure. on. It was a scene. Was I want to let man. you know, I just went into a place in my mind where my wife is telling me certain things and I just like disappeared for a minute. I was on a beach in Maui for just I'm a moment. I'm sorry, what? So there's sometimes where like somebody will be talking and I just am so uninterested in what they're saying. Trent! <laughs> You talk about the most boring things. I sit through stories about you mooning your neighbor. Uh, that's an interesting story. Sometimes. The first time it was. I had to listen to you tell that story three you times. You literally said, I have it on audio saying that it was better the second time. I have you saying that verbatim. Okay, but you also will talk about I stuff just When you're talking no about end. shopping, I just was like. Man, a pina colada would be nice right now. <laughs> I cannot believe you. <laughs> Every time that you talk about things, I pretend to be so interested. But and it's I'm because like, I'm a captivating, mm. I captivate the audience. No, it's because I'm a good actor. Do we need to refer to episode eight when we tried oh, to read that God. script together? You said I did a good job there too. Are you I lying to me? I acted. Good acting. God. Wait, did I not do a good job? Because now I'm self-conscious. We have it on video. I'll let you decide. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't. Maybe do I'll good. throw it up. I have You're the original. Like, that was really good. <laughs> that was actually good. I think that was your best <laughs> one. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're a monster. Uh, You've been lying to me. At least I'm honest with you. Honestly? <laughs> you should get better at pretending to be interested. If I you can't. look at me and you're like I can't turn it off. Do you know how many times I'm sorry, I, I just blacked out there for a do second. You know what how did you many say? times I've had to sit through meetings where somebody's talking and I'm just like, yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. Interesting. 100%. The thing I say when someone's talking and they just keep going on and on and on, and I don't know what to say, I always go, holy cow. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you say that. Because you're mostly interesting. Thank you. But I'll be like, oh, geez, holy wow. cow. That, that was my senior quote, by the way. What? Trent Ellerman, mostly interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidentally. Yeah. Um, um, you... What was I going to say? No, I say, holy cow. I'm like, holy oh, cow. Or geez, Louise. Here's, here's a, I'm about to out myself really hard here. So if you're a friend of mine and I've said this to you, I'm sorry. But if there's a genuinely unfunny thing that's said under the, if somebody says to me, oh my gosh, this is so funny. And they're like telling a story and at the end and I just go, oh my gosh, that's so funny. It's really not funny. 
I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, because you're being sarcastic. No, I'm not. I'm just trying to be empathetic because they want oh, me to laugh. Okay. And you're like, oh, I'm my like, God, oh my gosh, so that's funny. so funny. Because if I think something's funny, I laugh hard. But if it's not, you just say, oh, that's oh my so gosh, funny. that's so funny. I think I say that too. So I'm like, oh, that's so funny. I understand that humor is subjective, but sometimes wow. I'm just like, that's so funny. That's so funny. I Holy say that cow. to you a lot, actually. Holy cow. You say that a lot to oh me. Oh my gosh, that's so funny, Sav. You're, or I'll say like, you're a crack up. Oh, the other one I say is interesting. That's so interesting. You actually do say that a lot. Yeah. Do you not find those things interesting? It's usually like, I don't, I'm, it's like that person just keeps beating a dead horse and telling me the same thing in different ways. And I'm like, interesting. Oh God. And I've just Why run out. Why are you out. personally attacking me right now? I just don't know what, like I run out of material. I'm like, what do I start? Do I start speaking it in different language? I'm muy interesante. Mm. Like do I, there's only so many things I can say. So I just start mm. mixing it up. Anyways. Welcome to the juice. First thing we're talking about today. Keeping up with the Kardashians reunion. Oh my gosh. Welcome to the <clears throat> Kardashian cast again. Yes. Okay. Here was my take. Let me just give you a quick rundown. Okay. Like in 10 seconds or less. I love Andy Cohen, so it, I'm here. I love Andy Cohen. Yep. He is, I just... I didn't watch, by the way. I'm sorry. Okay. I will give you a recap. Okay. It was just very, very well done. And you've probably seen, and probably everyone has seen at some point, some clip or another of like a Housewives reunion. Yeah. And oh, the, yeah. Those Wife get loves those. intense. Yeah, yeah. So my sister, Grace, was also a PA on one of those. The Salt wow, Lake City really? reunion. Mm-hmm. See, that was They're genuine mad. interest. I don't know yes. if you caught that. So she really, I'm serious. And she said it was crazy. <laughs> okay. The This was not because you have to remember that the Kardashians have all been trained on how to have conversations like this. Yeah, oh, yeah. How to be, like they have There been, was an episode where mm-hmm. they were going through training. They were going through interview training. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And we, and we as the viewers know that, that they have all been trained to do this, whereas the housewives have zero training. Sure. And so they just act crazy. Um, and they have like no filter and they don't know how to hold their tongue and say things poignantly. The Kardashians are so well-spoken and like there was no one ever raised their voices or anything. It was like a civil conversation where you got all your questions answered. It was like Andy Cohen was asking everything. He was like, so Kim, you at one point said that you work harder than any of your sisters and you bring in the most income. Is that true? And then he was like, Chris, do you give more attention to each of your kids that uh, based on how much money they bring in? Okay. And like what percentage of their income do you take as their manager? And then he was like, uh, Chloe, were you treated differently on the set because you looked different than your two sisters? Wow. And Chloe was just like, oh, absolutely. At one point, my producer, the, the producer said, it doesn't matter what you wear. You're just going to be put in the back anyways. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Like they were all, it was al- almost like they had all made their peace with everything. Yeah. So they could just share it at like a level, calm state. Okay. And just be like, this was what happened. And you as the listener are like, oh my gosh. And at first- I I left that uh, the part one and part two. It's two parts. I, I watched both. I end it ended, and I thought, oh, that that wasn't as dramatic as I thought it would be. And for a minute, I was almost like disappointed. Okay. And then I thought, oh no, it's it was actually more satisfactory because I got all the answers. You know when things get dramatic on like yeah, the yeah. housewives and they just start yelling and yeah. you're like, Shh, I want to hear what it's she's saying. It's just like a pile of mush. Basically. You never get an answer. So what were some of the answers to those questions? Kim said she doesn't agree with her statement anymore that she thought that she was more successful than everyone or she yeah or because had the, like Kylie is right. like. It was work in ethic. Billions. It was work ethic. That's what it was. They said Kim had once said that she, none of her siblings had the same work ethic as her. Which do you agree with? No, I think that a lot of them have great work ethic. What's ethics. okay, Courtney? That's not Chloe. Right, Courtney, the one that's like yeah. Her focus is like raising her family and everything. Yeah. Uh, they even brought that up too. Like yeah, because okay, I, I I have caught some of this. Like um, I've caught some of the Kardashian mm-hmm. uh 
polarity just because of my wife. Like right. I'm in the solar system. You Has know? she watched it yet? No. Okay. She hasn't sense. watched much of the last season. Okay. But um, she uh, it does seem like Courtney doesn't really care that much about pursuing any ventures of her own. Yeah, because she has poosh. That's the how blog, I. That's the how blog. I receive yeah, it. What's, exactly. What is it called? Poosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why does that sound gross? It just, I, I don't even understand why she has it, but that's her own thing. Like it's a blog. It's very much like a goop situation. Um, goop sounds better, and I don't know why. I know, and I love goop, but really, yeah, really. I think it's so fascinating. Gwyneth Paltrow has to be like a, a scarecrow come to life. She. Now, when I say love something, it doesn't mean that I approve of everything. I'm just okay. fascinated by okay. it. Okay, like, fair enough, fair enough. Kind of like how I'm fascinated with camping. Like, I love talking about camping because I'm so fascinated by yeah. it. I love reading her blog because I'm like, I'm never going to buy this $500 smoothie, but fascinating that you think yeah. most people should. Like, wow, that's I actually so interesting. Don't, I don't hate her, but I just think a lot of the things she does are ridiculous. Couldn't agree more. And the other thing is, too, like... I. I think it's funny how like she will promote like beauty practices that doctors will immediately follow up with. Please don't hey, do guys, this. Don't do that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like she was not... doing. Like, wasn't she doing something like with bees up her private parts or something like that? Eggs. Eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's disgusting. And doctors like, hey, 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 guys, don't do that. Please don't do that. Yeah, they were like uh, Fabergé eggs or like. Ge- oh my god, she or, is uh, a monster. Jim eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was Jade. Jade, Jade eggs. That's what it was. What? And the- doctors were like, "Please do not do this." What kind do of experiments is she own- running? And who are her test subjects? Courtney Kardashian was like, "Let me step in here." Um, yeah, what? And then she just like rearranged some letters of goop. No, and I think a- I think Poosh is a little more more oh. tactile. It's a little more like relatable to the common folk. But that's sounds that's like, like her thing. Poosh sounds like an old woman underwear. <laughs> I think it sounds like. Never mind. I'm not going to say no, it. No, say it, please. <laughs> it's the sound when an old woman farts. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to be like 12 years old. And I was like, yes, old woman fart. Yes, okay, that's sorry. literally what it I'm is. I'm literally 12 years old. But okay. I think, so that's her thing. <laughs> and they, Andy Cohen. <laughs> Savannah, you don't okay. talk about anything interesting. Oh, I'm going to. You're like, oh yeah, farts for real. Yes. <laughs> That's the clip. I yeah, use. you're like, yeah, you're like Kardashians. Yep. Mm-hmm. Courtney, Kim. Oh, farts. Yeah, bro. For sure. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> oh my god. It's the. <laughs> Yo, bro. For real. When we start talking about farts, man. Y'all gotta text me. Hit me when we're having the fart talk. <laughs> I hate this. Oh my gosh. We have just lost all credibility uh, as like a mature. The, the slim amount of dignity and credibility we had is gone. Anyways. Okay, back to the. Andy Cohen asks uh, her like if that's still her priority. And Okay, there was this one part where okay. Andy asked her like, what are you passionate about? And she was like, <laughs> her answer was not gonna lie like Courtney I love you you know I stand by you babe but like that answer was pathetic she was just like I think that like I'm really passionate about my family and yeah and no she didn't even say passionate he's like what are you passionate about and she was like I you know family's really important to me yeah and I am the type of person that will 
let my kids stay home when they have a bad day. Ugh. And like, I hate that answer already. Didn't really answer the question. Andy's response was like, his answer was equally confused. He was like, so so your passions have changed. Yeah. Like he didn't know what to do with that. And just the fact, also the other thing that I found interesting was she was like, yeah, when my kids are having a bad day, I let them stay home from school and we watch movies all day. I was like, oh, what? Oh God. What? I can't be good. What? What kind of? Looking at you, Lane. <laughs> That's terrible. She She'll laugh at that. Okay. Or we could cut it out. Either one. <laughs> But it was like she let them stay home from school whenever they have a like whenever they're having a bad day they they just get to stay home and just hang out with her and I was like so your kids are just like never gonna learn how to cope with challenges yeah because like Kim oh, obviously Kim's an empress at this point and right. then Chloe is Chloe disciplines um true and okay. so does well I mean I'm not even talking so much about their kids but she has her own like ambitions. Mm-hmm. And Kim Courtney talked about doesn't. that. Yeah, Kim talked about how her and Chloe have a lot of Kim and Chloe talk to each other and encourage each other on their business endeavors yeah, because yeah. that's what they're both passionate yeah. about, but they can't really talk to Courtney about it because she's not passionate about a corporate endeavor. Yeah, well, and that's I and honestly I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Some Nothing wrong aren't. with it. Yeah. And they realized that yeah. and were able to mend stuff. So. And Kylie's got her billions and billions of dollars and then, and then billions. And then Kendall is busy making the worst marketing commercial choices of her life. The Pepsi commercial. And then the tequila one. Okay, no. I have a problem with that because George Clooney and Matthew McConaughey both have tequila brands and they're white. No, for sure. I I also agree with that. I thought that the outrage was a little misplaced. I just thought it was funny. It was fun. I mean, I think there was no validity. Take a break from making commercials. You can have your brands. Don't be in the commercials. Yeah, I think it would have been cool if she would have been behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, because... I don't think I've seen George Clooney in a Casamigos commercial. But Matthew McConaughey, I think, is on his sometimes. Is he in a te- is it a tequila? Not maybe it's not Matthew McConaughey. There's another actor that has a tequila brand. No, I think it is. I'm maybe. pretty sure. I'm not sure. No, no, no. He has he has a whiskey. It's Long Branch. Yes. Okay. Then yeah. there's another actor. Ryan that Reynolds has, has a gin. No, there's another one that's tequila. It's it's uh, George Clooney and some someone else. I can't else. remember, but you're probably right. They they're two, but, and they never received any backlash. And well, then, because they're not in the commercials. No, it, they were saying that Kendall was doing cultural appropriation and by taking, yeah. by creating a whiskey, I mean, a tequila brand. Yeah, I think that's messed up. And I was like, so where were you guys when all these other actors were Well, doing? and the other thing is, too, anybody can create anything. Like, if right. I don't think it's necessarily appropriation. Anyways, that's a whole other It's a whole other conversation. conversation. I just thought that was interesting. That didn't come up, but I yeah. kind of wish it had. It was a fantastic reunion. Very well done. Were they all there? Yeah, every single one. And they brought nice. Scott on for a little bit. Love Scott. Love Scott. Big oh my gosh. Scott energy, Big bro. Scott energy. And um, yeah, it was great. And I feel like Scott is the epitome of like, you know, I love a complex villain. Like, mm. I wish I had a dime for every time I said complex villain on this yeah. show. Like, he is yeah. the person that you hated, and then you loved, and then you hate, and then you love, and you realize that his complexity is just, yeah. we love him. Who do you think, we're going to have to take a break here in a sec, but who do you think is the most beautiful or attractive Kardashian slash Jenner? I cannot answer that. Come on. No, I Come can't. Come on, just do it. I literally can't. Why? I, because I, I can't choose. And beauty is subjective. Okay, but I said, in your opinion. Who I wish... I will tell you this. Who's ever... Which life I'd rather have. No, beauty. No, I won't pick Why? Beauty. Because I'm not pitting women against each other. No, no, no. I'm not, not saying family. pitting them. It's just your opinion. Mm-mm. If you could pick to look like one of them, what would you look like? I literally couldn't choose. I will not choose. Chris all the way. Chris. Oh my gosh. I'm not kidding. I'd love her life. In another... In a, no, not her life. In another world... If me and Fina weren't together, obviously, if we had never met, because Fina's my one true soulmate. But if one night I was just strolling in L.A. bar on a cool August night and Chris and I locked eyes 
we would be inseparable. She is such a fox. Honestly, I have, I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of have a thing for older women. And boy, oh boy, Chris Jenner is just the bee's knees, man. I love Chris Jenner. Like, nothing, I, I'm not sure what Corey would have to say about that. But Who's Corey? Her boyfriend. Oh, I don't care about him. You're Loser. like, not a threat. Next. Next. We have to take a break. Okay. Anyways, back to my love for Chris Jenner. Should we move on to our next topic? Sure. Or do you want to keep going with Chris Jenner? I love you, Chris Jenner. Do you want to insert your number in case she sees this? No, Maybe because then the I'll get a whole bunch of other. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, but if you found, imagine if she texted you and was just oh like, "You're doing amazing, gosh, sweetie." Oh my gosh, dude. She just like she wasn't. She was just saying. She was just like, "Oh, that's cute." Here's You're doing amazing, a dream sweetie. scenario. Again, Fina's not in the picture because if I met her at a bar, right. it's just that's what's happening. You right, know? right, right. Me and Drake are strolling Toronto on a cool August night. Here we go. And then kind of at the zenith of the night where mm-hmm. Drake gets a call, he has to hit the studio. He, sure. One of his tracks went haywire or yeah. something like that. He has to go record over it. I just stay there, just you know, finishing up the night, and Chris Jenner comes along. She's like, hey, doll. She says something like, you look lonely. And I say I am. And the rest is history. (laughs) (laughs) She just leaves Corey in the dust. Who is Corey? Her boyfriend. Do you have a last name? Uh, Corey Gamble. That's a made up name. That's a made up person. There's no no way. That's a made up person. You are so. So what? Not a fan of the Kardashians. I can tell because everyone else would know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I know that. That's like a World of Warcraft name. Look it up. Whatever. Anyways, next our next topic. topic is one that I would like you to explain a little okay. bit more about because it's this the is just TikTok be a, versus YouTube. Yeah, fights. Yes. So boxing the, or wrestling? Boxing. Boxing. So okay. this is something that I'm not passionate about. It's okay. like fighting. I, I like to get it secondhand. You know, a bunch of my friends are into this. So this is going to be a bite-sized segment. Okay. But basically, there's just this new wave of like boxing that's taking place where it's just like a form of like, um, I don't know, like. It's celebrity infused entertainment because like boxing, I feel like for a long time, I mean, there's always kind of been like a a level of like celebrity boxing, um, but like it's pretty much always been like alphas, you know, like Mike Tyson and like Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao, like all these guys, like those are just the three that come to mind. Again, I'm not not a super fan, but these guys who are just larger than life, you know, these alpha males. And now it's just kind of seeming like because the sport is like dying out or whatever, it's being revived or retooled as like a method by which these amateurs amateur celebrities that have no business fighting are just getting more spotlight time uh-huh. i guess are they rigged do you think <laughs> no i don't okay. think so i saw the like one it. where jake paul like beat merriweather his no, name right didn't he beat him no 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 so that was logan paul jake paul fought um ben Askren. And isn't he a, a wrestler? He's an MMA fighter. And he won. Jake won. Jake won. But here's, okay. And that's why I was like, things. is it rigged? Or is he just No, like- no, no. A couple things. So Ben Askren, uh, is, so again, I'm absorbing the second hand. Cedric is one who has helped me out. He really loves fighting. Okay. Um, so I guess, not to bore you, stay with me here. I'm, I, I, am, right here. I am genuinely interested. Okay. I want to ben know. Askren is a ground fighter. So like his stand-up game is weak, which is all that boxing is. So okay. he's so Ben Askren is a UFC fighter, and that's both. That that could be standing up and like boxing, training. Or like blows. wrestling. Yeah. Okay. So that's like, you know, jujitsu. This or is my like interpretation wrestling. of wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So his stand-up game is weak, but his like if he gets you on the ground, you're done for. So okay. all that the all that boxing is a stand-up game. And so, and it also by the 
by the condition his body was in. It yeah. didn't look like he prepared for a while. He kind of just he, he assumed actually, he'd, he'd, he'd get No, I it. think he came out of retirement. I think he was done. Oh, he and Jake active. Paul had been like really rehearsing Yeah, for I mean, it, listen, the, the Paul boys are not small. Yeah. They are not small boys. Yeah, they're boys. big boys. Yeah, so they are, they are pretty big. And so, you know, obviously... Jake has a lot more to gain from winning. Yeah. So he's training and training and training. Obviously, just kind of gives. What's the prize? Everybody gets What's money. What's the prize? Everybody. You know that's from? No. Go School ahead. Of rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the prize? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what? what is the prize? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Memories all alone in the moonlight. Done. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. Um. Money. Everybody gets buckets okay. of money. And that's honestly another layer to everybody this whole thing. Everybody gets buckets of money. Well, that's okay. another layer to this whole thing is like everybody is just getting okay. oodles and boodles of money. Who's hosting this? Like what platform is it on? This so or uh, this TikTok YouTube thing. Mm -hmm. It's put on by a company called Social Gloves. That's what it is. And yeah. it's it, but it's on a platform. Uh, not Twitch, but what is the? I was on YouTube. I mean, it was pay per view. Paper that's what, okay. Pay per view, but you can watch it on YouTube. It's not like your DVR. No, you have to pay. You have to pay to view it. Right, but I don't through think the you YouTube could, app. Yeah, through some okay. link it's or not something like on like cable. That. I didn't watch it through any of the those channels. Okay, okay. I watched it like secondhand through YouTube. And that's how they get the money mm -hmm. for it. Is yeah, sponsors and people paying. Yeah, I guess. Or social fight. gloves just ponying up the money. I guess I don't know. So, anyways, just to wrap up a little bit of the back end. Yeah, so Ben Askren fought Jake Paul. That was kind of a. It was not like a meme, but it's also just kind of like everybody's having a good time. Got it. Jake Paul's the best or whatever. Not really. But and then yeah. Logan, that's not really a good summary. It just doesn't seem very serious. That's what I, I didn't there's think a, it was. Yeah. Like, well, and it also is like there's a level of seriousness to it in the sense that Jake Paul's bringing intensity. But Ben Askren just felt like he was just like, all right, bop, bop, bop. And then Jake Paul just gives him the one two piece and he's done. OK. OK. Knocked him out. You know. OK. Um. Knocked him out for a second, at least. Anyways, then Logan Paul obviously was fighting Mayweather. And, like, there, he's just... Logan Paul is a monster. Like, he's yeah. huge. You can call him whatever you want, but he's a big boy. I don't... Yeah. If, if I run into him or his brother at a bar, I'm yeah. I'm out. Dude, my bad. But he was fighting Mayweather, who is also considered, like, the best boxer of all time. You know? Wow. And also, the pretenses around this fight is just weird because it's an exhibition match. Match, I guess, technically, in an exhibition match, nobody's supposed to try their hardest. It's supposed to be, like, 70%, not 100% the whole time. How do you even manage? How do you even get... No, don't knock them out. Oh, okay. That's pretty much, like, the goal. It's Got like, it. It's a fight, but you're not knocking anybody out. Okay. Kind of dumb. But anyway, so then, you know, they go, they go the whole time. Some people thought that Floyd actually knocked logan out for a second because he caught him and he rested i watched some highlights and it just everybody regarded the fight as terrible you know it's just like okay. a big pile of nothing got it so now now enter this uh you know tiktok versus youtube fight and okay. there's nobody of notable mention really nobody so it's people that are like tiktok famous and people that are youtube youtube famous, famous. and the headlining fight is um austin Olivia Rodrigo Austin Broom something okay. Broom Hall or something like that He's from the Ace family They're a YouTube channel What's up everybody Welcome back to another oh, Ace YouTube video Wow it's They've like been that. around for a while Yeah okay, okay And then Bryce Hall Who is just TikTok famous Whatever the frick that means Okay I have I have a large dis Not disdain But I just don't get it so then they each just fight each other. Well, there's a whole card, which means there's a lineup and uh -huh. there's a bunch of no names. I don't know who any of these people are. I, there's one kid named Faze Jarvis fighting Michael Lee. And Faze is like an e-sport organization. Okay. Do you know what that is? Nope. Basically like competitive gaming. 
So like Call of Duty okay, and all that, okay. there's like compet- competition. I know that they, those exist. Okay. Yeah. So FaZe is like a group. Hundred they're thieves, fighting someone from Houston. One person is FaZe Jarvis. So it's Got Jarvis it. from FaZe. And then a guy named Michael Lee. And that was actually kind of entertaining because like they both, it was just like watching two 16-year-olds fight each other, 16 and 18. Wow. And that's the whole thing. Like that's the big spoiler alert to all this. It just seems like a bunch of kids got in a room with no supervision and just started beating the heck out of each other. Is there a referee? I mean, there's a, uh, yeah, you wouldn't call him a, maybe a ref. Yeah, ref, I guess. But yeah, he's in the middle. Like, because what happens is, you know, sometimes when boxers get tired, they like clench up on each other. And that means they like hug each other so they can get some breath. And then he splits them up and then he's like, fight oh i didn't know that you like if they both get tired mm-hmm. they just hug it out so like also like if i was stepping up on you and like i was getting like i was you know punching you and getting you pretty good like you would lean into me so that you would you would need a breath you know so because the closer you are you can't punch somebody right so that's oh, what they do and so okay. that's called clenching and then you know he breaks them up and he resets them so there's tactics there's a bunch of ta- so i guess that's my point though there are so many tactics to boxing and it's a it is truly an amazing feet of condition and you know that physicality none of these children have none of them have that they're just like this it was so funny because they showed like highlight clips of like them training and they did none of that in the ring they just start going out and it's just like <laughs> if you're on audio because right now just imagine arms just flailing everywhere like doggy paddle yeah pretty but, much because yeah if you're training you're not <laughs> This this only happened. This only became a thing in the last six months. Yeah. So the most they could have is a couple of months of training, well, which yeah. is not enough. Well, you can get pretty good at something in that amount of time. That's what you're doing every day. But you think these kids are doing that? No, they're no, practicing. No, I, I do think some of them are. I think TikTok kids would practice three sure. three times and be like, "I'm good." Sure, I can do whatever. It. But my point is, if even if they did train every single day for six months, people spend their entire lives trying to get good at boxing. Yeah. Entire lives. Yeah. And there's you know so many methods and footwork and physicality and stamina and endurance and all these things that go into a boxing match that yeah by the time two kids get in there that's what was interesting i'll talk about the bryce so bryce hall austin broom whatever in a second but the michael lee versus um phase jarvis fight was funny because they both get in there start throwing mad haymakers and just windmills for like maybe two seconds and they both get tired and then like basically it just devolves from there and eventually phase jarvis clocks this dude just right in the face and his whole head just you see the whole thing go down and you know knockout done and what was i guess the whole the funniest part about all this not even the fights really but they had charlemagne the god they had dj khaled they had the Migos. They had all these. So it's these... a concert with some boxing. Well, that's what I was saying. I'm like, how do you afford this? I mean, it was like Who's two paying songs. For this? I have no idea. And then the production value was terrible because <laughs> it was so funny. I, there's a clip floating around. I saw this on TMG too, but uh, DJ Khaled comes out and they think that in his ears, the music was going, but it wasn't going on the monitors. So he go, So he's just basically like, you know, doing his thing like ad-libbing, but that would make sense if the music was playing. But he comes out, he's like, yeah. All I do is, no matter what, hands up. It's like the silence in the room is real, hard real. And he's like, yeah, put him up. All I do. (laughs) It's just, it's so awful, man. And the DJs. So many questions. One of the DJs like was trying to get the crowd hype, but like his voice went hoarse. So I'm going to try not to peek here, but he's like. Everybody get your hands up. <laughs> he sounded like 
Grover from Sesame Street. <laughs> and it was just so bad. He's like, cookie, yeah, you put cookie, your hands up. Cookie Monster. <laughs> yeah, whoever. I mean, it was so bad. The production value was so bad. People were wearing like, I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to dog on anybody who is trying to dress up because Lord knows I don't have the best style. But you know how like, have you ever been to like a middle school dance? Yes. And you know. Not recently. Yeah. But right. Sorry. When you were in middle school. I should when probably I was in middle school. I do you go to middle school dances? You don't go to middle school. Yeah, right now. <laughs> um, but you know how like back then in like sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, nobody really knows how to dress. Right. We had like layered collared shirts. Yeah. And like yeah. the khakis. You're wearing like, like the... maybe like a Ralph Lauren polo that mm-hmm. is like red and black. A really fitted Abercrombie or yeah. Hollister t-shirt. But then you have like plaid shorts. Yes. It was, there were so many people <gasps> who had that energy and no. I'm just like, oh, these guys don't know what they're doing. So it was like, it was very much like aesthetically lacking. Yeah. And just poorly done but with like a oh, lot yeah. of money thrown at Terrible a bunch of children. Terrible production value. Wow. That it almost makes me want to watch it more. No, you should. It's comedy. I okay. actually, I didn't sit and watch the whole thing. Like I, I, I watched big chunks of it, but okay. I would skip through the boring parts or whatever. So anyways, get to the end and it's Austin, whatever the heck. And I honestly, I'm never going to learn his name because after this, I don't care. And then Bryce Hall. And again, they show the videos of them being like, you know, and the fake part is that they have beef. Sure. I don't think the the victory or the end result is manufactured, but you know the beef is like, oh yeah, bro, blah blah this, blah blah yeah, blah, and then angry. like at, at one point uh, during like a presser, you know, like a pre-fight interview, um, Austin just basically charges, or no, sorry, Bryce just charges at Austin, you know, and you want to know what you don't do if you're charging at somebody. You don't put your head down and then tackle their waist, and that's basically what he did. Like he basically like, why do you not do that? Because so imagine if somebody tackled me right in the belly button, like they put their head basically toward or around my waist. Uh-huh. I'm just going to start punching oh, them in the yeah. face, in the back of the head. And you could hammer fist their back. You punch their kidneys. There's so many things that you could do. Oh, you put yourself in a vulnerable. Oh yeah, position. totally. And so okay. that whole beef was manufactured because you just tackle them and then they just kind of fake scuffle for a second. Oh, and like, break he, it did, up, break he didn't it take up. advantage of the punching that he could. No. And I don't know. I don't know if it was real, if any okay. of that would have happened because you're in the moment. Who knows? But there are real beefs like that sure. in like UFC pressers and like, you know, Conor McGregor talks so much trash and all these guys talk so much trash. And so but all it had of to that be was fake. It was so this. fake. And it's kids. Yeah. And again, they're showing the clips leading up to it. And he's uh, Bryce Hall's like, I'll give you two reasons why. Austin's not going to win. And he's like, got these two guns right here. Oh, so God. Cringe. Oh, and that's he's like, so cringe. I'll tell you why he's not going to win because... I'm a true fighter. Yeah, you know, I'm a true fighter. He says that twice. I'm a true fighter. So he gets his face kicked in or whatever. And then after the the match, he goes, yeah, I'll tell you what. I never claimed to be a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone montage those together? Yes. <laughs> it's brilliant. And I'm just That's like. so good. It's just, honestly, man, it's just a bunch of kids in a room yeah, and, without parent, parental supervision. It's like they were left alone without a babysitter. Oh, Just yeah, left. Dude. It would be what prom or something would turn into without chaperones. Yeah. And honestly, I don't I don't hate TikTok because I don't understand it. I just don't go on there because honestly, it just cringes my toenails off. And you don't, I don't get anything from it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I will mm-hmm. go on reels and stuff, but that's different. But the TikTok thing is like weird. Yeah. But also too, like the the genre of YouTube where it's like, what up everybody? This is my family. I'm going to put a camera in front of their face 24-7 and make millions of dollars. I'm like, 
I don't like that either. It yeah, feels yeah, weird. Yeah. It feels very manufactured. So I will have to watch yeah. it though because I would like to watch little children fighting each other with no supervision. I think that'd be funny. Supervision? Supervision. Just without any supervision. Sweet guys, I'm gonna get out of my parental supervision. Hey guys, welcome to my channel. Welcome to the Deuce Podcast. Did they hit that bell? <laughs> Subscribe. Okay, anyways, moving on. We're almost out of time. We probably need to wrap this up. Are we as much as I well, we got a little time left. Okay, but still, I'm just, let me, I'll Are be you frank. antsy today? No, I just, I'm tired of talking about it. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. See, I could take that off the chest. You can't. What? I said I was bored of something and you were like, you need to pretend to be interested. No, 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 no. <laughs> you didn't, no, what, what, what I shouldn't do is while you're talking, be like, I'm sorry, I just totally zoned out. I was okay. interested the whole you know time what? and then I say, that now did, I'm done. That did something for me. You're absolutely uh -huh. right. I'm a terrible person. You're I'm the, the problem. Issue. <laughs> You're right. I'm the problem. You know what? You're right. I'm the issue here. Um, anyways, Ready? our last topic that I think uh, is not as a jolly of a topic, but is something worth talking yeah. about is really the good topic. Red Table Talk with Will Smith and yep. Kevin Hart. Yep. Specifically the moment where he talks about when he had an affair and the effect it had on his children. Yeah. You watched a little bit more of the video. Do you want to like- I watched the entire video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch the entire video? No, I didn't. But okay. you didn't watch any of the reunion. You're right. I'm sorry. So I'm just going to tee you up. Okay, so at, and at first I was misinformed because the way that Complex reported on this, they were like talks about the cheating scandal, but really, in the spirit of Father's Day, they were just talking about fatherhood, and that yeah. was a big section of it. Yeah. Um, but for anybody who hasn't seen this video, it's on Facebook because Red Table Talk is a Facebook show. Yeah. Uh, you should watch it. It's between Will Smith, Kevin Hart, and they talk about just fatherhood in general, and um, really went into it thinking it was going to be kind of juicy so to speak mm -hmm. gossipy i don't know about gossipy but just like getting like man these are juicy details okay okay and it was really well done both of these men obviously have seen a lot of life and before i get into it here's what i want to preface i don't condone the cheating thing by any means sure. i don't think that kevin hart uh condones it either and i'm not trying to make um you know I think it's similar to the Kobe thing where, you know, everybody's honoring him in his death and right. like his legacy. But, you know, he also had his stuff with his wife where mm -hmm. he cheated on her. So I don't think that makes him a great man or a, a, a terrible man. We can hold those things simultaneously yeah, without exactly. having them be. Yeah, exactly. And he talks about that a lot because honestly, the the little bit of funny part that I thought about it was Jada and Will were both talk, talking before Kevin got there. About how late he was. Yes. But also, too, I'm like. Jada, what are you doing here? What? Kevin's going to come talk about cheating right after you just cheated on Will? She cheated on Will? You didn't hear about that? Uh-uh. What? No. What? You didn't? Where she called it like an entanglement? No. What? No Although way. I don't really keep up with the Red Table Talk, but I does she talk about it at all? Yes, yes, they talk about it on the Red Table. Okay, like okay. it was, it was basically like Jaden's friend, and she was no. like, "No, no, yes, yes, she cheated with Jaden's yes, friend." Yes, no. So like a minor, not a minor, but like a young, uh, it a, was young... a younger guy, and like he was in, and that's the thing. So again, uh, setting up all this. Sorry, we haven't even gotten into it yet, but setting this up, um, Will and Jada have always kind of had an open relationship. Have they really? Yeah. Dude, where have you been? I don't know. I don't follow. I, what? Yes. They just, it's kind of just like a known thing. One of our lights just died, so we're going to take a pause okay. and then we'll reset our cameras and turn this back on. Anyways, what'd you find? Okay. So, just to recap for you, uh -huh. 
uh, Jada and Will have had like an open relationship. That Got was it. something that was swirling around okay. since I was like a kid or whatever. And I guess it is now coming out to be true because in this entanglement that she called it, she was in a relationship with her son, Jaden's friend, August As- Aslina. Whatever. Alcina. Okay. Man, you are ready for this to be done, aren't no, you? No, I just, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to call out direct names if we're like unsure. Or, no, we, okay. are, I'm sure. we are sure. August okay. uh, Alcina. Got it. An R&B singer. And I guess that he was just, she was like in love with him and it stepped beyond the boundary that they were comfortable with. Okay. And so, um, yeah, they go on the red table talk and Will is just like broken. And she calls it like this entanglement where. He's like, an entanglement. Uh-huh. And she goes, I was in like a really broken place and blah, blah. And I don't know if justify is the right word because that's, I mean, she's trying to explain herself. Right. There's a difference between justifying and yeah. just giving what, telling what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what led me to this now place where Got it. Kevin Hart's coming to talk about, you know, a cheating thing or in some part. And, you know, Jada's like, ah, ha, ha. I'm like, what are you doing, Jada? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And a couple of times she looks to camera and, you know, she's like. <laughs> like, oh Yikes. Yeah, it's just an uncomfortable yeah, situation yeah. all around. But anyways, on to the interview. Uh, Kevin Hart, like I said before, I don't think he regards himself as like a great man or disregards his failures. Sure. But he talks it through um, the different stages of fatherhood and just being a husband yeah. and being a family. Um, a lot of the, uh, a couple key things that I took away from it was one, he you know, Kevin Hart's very much a doer. You yeah. know, he, you know, similar to like The Rock, they have a very core relationship, but they both pack their schedules like to the minute, yeah. man. Yep. And so he just talked a little bit about how he has this like militaristic mindset to where it's just like, you do this, you go there, answer that phone, blah, blah, blah. And like, that's his whole day pretty okay. much. And him and Will just kind of come to the zenith of talking about how basically you just stop caring how people feel. Like wow. you shut off how... You stop responding, but you also stop caring how people feel about anything. And that includes Whoa. your wife. Yeah. You know, and then you have to deal with that. And there's it's just a, utilitarian. Yes. It's just everything yes. you do. Okay. And that's a certain level. But okay. then also, too, then you start to have these kids. And Will starts talking about how he has his son Trey with another woman before Jada. And then now Jaden and both of these kids are boys and how mm-hmm. like... You know, there's this there's this kind of stigma in uh, male modern day male America where it's like, you know, don't care how you feel, yeah. you know, shove your feelings down. Yeah. And now that he's trying to break, he's trying to break that now. But what really set him apart and broke that cycle was having his daughter Willow, because uh, she would ask yeah. him questions like, "Oh, you don't care how I feel, Daddy?" And she, he would be like, "Oh God," you know, like, "Oh my God." Got to that po- like that part of him that yeah. no one else could. Yeah. Yeah, wow. and I think that there's. I mean, they talk about like the cheating thing and, you know, both of these men have been in recent, you know, Kevin Hart was, I think this was like 20, 2019, okay. 2018, something like that. And Will being this last year, they've both been in very compromising situations okay. where like the media, as soon as they pick it up, you know, it's on to the right. races. Everyone knows. And Will was saying like, we owe, uh, Will was saying man, I always try to get to my kids before they can find out on the internet. And Kevin goes, I've never had that chance. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's really sad because, you know, he, Kevin Hart cheated on his, uh, Kevin Hart cheated on his now wife, whose name is Aniko. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there were some, some rumors floating around the mill that when he was in his first relationship, 
he cheated on his then wife with his now wife. So that's unconfirmed. And Nico has come out and said like, they were already separated. I wasn't a home wrecker. It was pretty much just like all said and done. Got it. Okay. it I came in at the tail end. There was nothing cheating about it. Um, so that was kind of, they, that kind of sets him up to be okay. like a cheater or whatever. And then he cheated on Aniko while she was pregnant. And he talks about how like his daughter, who's 16, came to him and just like hemmed him up and like was showed disappointment. And tugged wow. on some strings that were didn't he didn't know that were there really wow. like called him out basically yeah okay and how like you have to learn from your kids because mm-hmm. I think I think honestly uh, they talked a little bit of, uh, about how like both of them had absent father figures mm-hmm. you know like Will Smith's dad kind of like beat his mom around and was absent wow Kevin Hart's uh, dad was in and out of jail drugs I saw that part you know yeah. and um basically how you just overcome that there were so many levels to this interview that were so amazing another level that they talked about is how like obviously they grow up in this in this um, environment that has what they called bacteria where there's obviously very difficult situations and you know you're facing adversity mm-hmm. and then that causes you to overcome and get strong and yeah. strengthen in a lot of ways but then you know now being very successful wealthy men and having all that perspective they don't want that to be the same reality for their kids right and so they talk about how um coming off of that bad bacteria ridden environment they don't want to replicate that and they create this pristine environment but then it causes their kids not to be strong i was those were the words out of my mouth it's like how do you how do you reconcile that exactly and Mm -hmm. one of the levels of that was like he was saying um willow kind of has this or no sorry kevin hart was kind of talking about how or maybe it was will Anyways, one of them was talking about how one of their daughters has kind of has this, oh, it was Will, has this naivete about them because they've gr- she's grown up around really good men. Got it. And I'm like, oh, dude, I don't have a daughter, but I can relate to mm-hmm, that. You mm-hmm. know, I at one point was like mentoring young people and they, you know, I'd have conversations with both young men and young women. And whenever I was talking to these young women, I'd be like, oh, boys have the worst intentions. Yeah. Please. But because they're surrounded by maybe some really great Great men, men. they have a false interpretation. Oh, yeah. So where's the balance between loving your kids and giving them a loving environment, but also equipping them for the accurate environment that they're going to experience outside of the home? How do you do that? One of the words that Will used was like predator. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. And honestly, this was another fantastic part. I just keep gushing about this interview. But one of the best parts was he was saying like Kevin Hart asked a very poignant question. He said, how do you explain to your daughter? uh, I can't remember how he phrased it. He said, how do you explain to your daughter uh, the man you used to be before the man you are now Mm. or before you became the man you are now? Because I'm a husband now. Right. I I don't have kids, so I haven't reached that level, but I'm a husband. Mm -hmm. I haven't always been this guy, you know, like. So you, there, I'm sure you maybe have had a conversation or maybe you and your husband have, but I've had a conversation with Fina where, you know, we kind of got to that point in our relationship where I was like, I used to be this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wasn't the worst. I wasn't the best, but there were some things that I did were, that were manipulative, like conversations that I had with women to try and take advantage of them before mm-hmm. I was, you know, a Christian and, or even just found a moral fiber. Yeah. And that's a hard conversation. And you have to do that with your daughter. Yeah. Ooh. And then you're doing it real time in the midst of a cheating scandal? What do you think that parents, I mean, they have a unique situation where they have to share it because it's going to come out on Mm -hmm. the media. Who Will was, who Kevin was before their marriages or who they were when they were in their 
teens and early 20s yeah. is accessible information to their yeah. kids. Whereas like when you have kids, is it going to be necessary for you to tell them who you were when you were a teen yeah. if like they're never going to? I don't know. I'm, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know the answer, but. I think it. So this isn't like a self brag or boast or anything like this. I just try to be the most genuine version of mm -hmm. myself I could be all the time. And I think that's largely in part to my dad. You mm -hmm. know, uh, my dad was probably the foundation for me, uh, just kind of like a sounding board and also yeah. just a rock for me, you know. And I can remember one conversation that we had where, um, you know, he was really trying to express to me uh, the desire that he had for me to save sex for marriage. Mm -hmm. And I, I was... Oh God, I can't remember. Twelve, something like that. Young. And we yeah. were driving, and he was just like, uh, you know, son, I really want you to save sex for marriage. It's just better that way. You can create a social, or sorry, you can create an intimate connection with your wife. Yeah. And it's just beautiful that way. And I go, well, did you save sex for marriage? And he goes, I didn't. And so you kind of, he was like honesty. Me. Yeah, I did. it shook me because it was just like, I mean, you go, I mean, you probably experienced this too, but like, you realize there's no. I had a crazy moment when I was young where I was just like, oh my God, no one's telling my dad how to be a dad. Right. There's no manual. There's, yeah, like nobody's teaching and there, them. And your parents were people before you were born. Yeah. And they made mistakes just like you make mistakes. Yeah. And so, so I kind of yeah. had this dual revelation where it was just like, um, my dad is being extremely vulnerable with me and that shocked me mm -hmm. but also i respected him for being honest with me and there has been things where like my family has a unique situation where my dad has kind of had like some things exposed and like the media spotlight shined on him mm -hmm. and i found out some things through that and also through reading a book that he wrote and so those were things that i those that was knowledge i gained not through him wow and so i came to him and i i I remember having a conversation where I was like, you don't ever have to be embarrassed. Like I, that's never going to change my opinion yeah. of you. And so that, you know, going back to the interview, uh, Kevin and Will were both just describing how like their kids can't reconcile how the media is portraying their fathers when they really know them. Wow. You know, and it's wow. just yeah. like, yeah. I'm watching this interview thing and it's going to be kind of like juicy or whatever. And I'm like having this, you know, very like, almost spiritual experience revelatory like, yeah, yeah exactly mm -hmm. and it is crazy how you know the media or people or groups of people whatever can describe a loved mm -hmm. one that you know and you're like that's not them and it it's it's just so different like different worlds Dif everyone lives in different circumstances and there's always that phrase of you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger or if yeah. you have a really rough past and you overcome it that scene is like a great like the right thing to do yeah. but if you have a really hard past uh, hard past like a really difficult history that, like yeah. childhood or upbringing and you don't overcome it and become like some major ted talk person yeah and you really struggle and you wrestle and you maybe relapse or you make mistakes that's also a completely normal reaction mm -hmm. i think and there's like a glorification and a normalization of this whole overcoming like oh you had this really tough life or you lived in this really tough area and you were you lived in poverty and x y and z and you've overcome it and now you're yeah. a ceo and you're a sp that's not the normal mm. and i think stories like this kind of emphasize that yeah. becoming some big uh, you know 
a speaker, inc- motivational speaker yep. or successful person that used your past to motivate you to a better future, that's great and that's an encouraging and I hope that for everybody, but that is not the normal reaction yeah. to a hard life. The the normal reaction is it's fighting tooth and nail every day to not let the bitterness overtake yeah. you. Well, <laughs> and, and so, I think I think too it speaks to the fact as well that like I think that um you know a little bit they talked they talked a little bit about what we kind of touched on last week. Mm-hmm. Um where uh where the conversation uh was going where i just had said where they talked about how the media can portray a loved one in a way and like your kids can't reconcile with Mm -hmm. that that was all kevin hart was expounding on that because of uh how his comments about um like anti-lgbtq like some jokes he made in the past Mm -hmm. and then you know it came to light now he's not the oscar host anymore right um that was all under the guise of how you know, gay jokes or stuff like that was really funny. Right. Five, In that time. 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Whenever he made those jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, even in some of his comedy specials, if you go yep. back and watch some dead ones, like there is a lot of gay jokes. Risky. In those. Mm-hmm. Or and, and, what people would now call anti LGBTQ material. Yep. Um, and he even says, he's like, that's not how I feel. You know, like I was making jokes and, you know, I'm just joking. And he even kind of crossed over into how, you know, his ex-wife and Will Smith jumped in on this too about how like they could make comments and joking about like his ex-wife, but then that gives fuel to people to then talk to their ex-wives like that. Right, so right. just in the whole theme of like how anything that you say or do when you're these larger than life mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. Uh, can really affect these groups of people that you're yep. talking about. But uh, in any case, um, they were talking, he was just talking about how uh, these kids can't reconcile with it. And how you just have to grow and mature beyond that and really just keep going and press into that. And nobody is perfect. Right. You know, I think that's what I took away from Mm -hmm. at least that little bit. I was just like, if you roll people out, nobody is all good or all bad. Like, I think what you said is on point. Like, yeah, you do have to fight day in and day out to not let the bitterness creep in. But it also is just like, yeah, not disregarding my mistakes, learning from them and growing Mm -hmm. and trying to be better because of them. Yeah. Don't deny. Again, not to dismiss the cheating or whatever, but. Right, but it's it's one of those things where you don't have to dismiss something to cope with it. Yeah, I think you have to. Uh, there's an acknowledgement. Yeah, and it's a it's a complete. It's holding two things in tandem of acknowledging it, but not letting it be the only thing you identify yeah. yourself by. Like you cheated, but you're not a cheater. Is not the only identifier for yeah. you. How can you move past that and grow from it yeah. every day? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be like the the arm guard or like the torchbearer for like people who have cheated. You know, I. <laughs> I don't I don't want to portray like how I'm talking in that way, but I also I kind of ask myself a question, you know, a lot when it comes down to people like, are you a good person that does bad things or are you a bad person that does good things? Because I think those are two very Ooh. different people. You know, if you're a good person that does bad things, that's uh, literally everybody. everybody. Yeah. yeah. But if you're a bad person that sometimes does good things, that's a very different conversation. Yeah. And there's an argument to be made for a lot of people like that. That's a really good way to look at it. Yeah. So I don't think that. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to think about who I am. The second one. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we end the show. Yeah. Well, next time. (laughs) Just on a terrible, terrible downer note. I'm a bad person. Let's go back to the farts, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's our show, everybody. We will see you next week. Wow. Yeah. Next yeah. week. Is that it? Do you want to add anything else? You really tied a bow on that. It just was, it seemed like the perfect ending. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm a bad person that does some good things. The end. The end. <laughs>
I'm Brett and I do bad things. And I wear, <laughs> and I wear uh, flannels and cargo shorts with lots of pockets for all my little things that I wow. like to carry. Too many adjectives, man. I like rocks. <laughs> I climb stuff without any rope. Wow, this guy's getting a full fleshed out story. All right, everybody. We're All right, done. that's our show, everybody. See you later. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. <laughs>